Today on Stop Reading That, we have the Russian loud music zine Bullshit Dozer. Hey everyone, welcome back to Stop Reading That. Today I have the Russian music zine Bullshit Dozer. This is going to be a relatively short review because it is blazing hot. I have the air conditioning blasting, if you can hear it in the background. Even my phone is overheating. You know when your phone gets mad and gives you a warning message that uh, you gotta take it easy. But hey, first I wanted to thank everyone. The people who listen to this on BitChute, the handful of people who listen to it on YouTube, the people who listen to it on the podcast. Uh, if you listen to it on the podcast, uh, know that Stop Reading That is now available on Spotify. I don't know anything about Spotify, so if you're a user, uh, you will figure it out. It's, it's up there, along with Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Breaker, a bunch of other things I haven't even heard of. Or I guess I've heard of them, I just don't really know what they are. So thanks, and wherever you're listening to this, hit subscribe. It's actually been pretty shocking to see how many people are listening to this, and it's very cool, I like that. I appreciate it. But today I have three issues of the Russian loud music zine bullshit dozer, like I said. I have issue three and a third, issue four and one sixteenth, and issue square root of 25. Because the people who wrote Bullshit Dozer just had to do things that way. Now, I can really only read two of the issues because the first one I have is written in Russian. And I'm going to assume that the issues that came before that were written in Russian as well. But issue four and four and a sixteenth and square root of twenty-five are written in English. I guess they figured out that they could get a much broader audience if they wrote in English. Plus, likely an audience that had more money. But I really recommend, and I'm I'm gonna link all three issues. I really recommend that you look over the first one because it's still got that really cool old fanzine style where it's written by hand in block letters. It looks like it was designed by hand. It's got the cut and paste thing. It's got some pretty cool artwork, kind of late 80s sort of punk rock style. In fact, I wouldn't call Bullshit Dozer a punk zine, but it really takes a cue from from the punk rock zines from England and America and elsewhere. There are bits and pieces of issue three and a third that are in English, and it's kind of, it provides some perhaps unintentional hilarity. All the headlines and titles are in English, but then there'll, there's like, there's one part where there's a, there's some Russian text, and then it says cannabis sativa, and then more Russian text, and fuck off, and then more Russian text. So I just, I, I find that funny. You can look at it. But what's really interesting about this zine in general is that, like I said, I I don't know what it says in issue three and a third. It might have some of this, but 
by issue four and a sixteenth, you really start to get much more of an international focus. And being that it's a Russian zine, you would expect to see things from like Estonia and Ukraine, and that's there. But there's stuff from all over the world. There's a discussion of a band from the Philippines called the Riot. It looks like Tangenots, Tanginos. I, I don't know, but there's an interview with them. There's an interview with a Liverpool band called MDM. I'll read a bit with the guy from the Tanginos. There's a the question is. Do you enjoy watching MTV? Maybe you have a favorite video. And the answer is, no, I don't watch MTV and there's definitely no favorites at all. I view MTV as a capitalistic tool utilized by the music industry to reinforce consumers continuing absorption, absorption to their music. As you can see, MTV is a good medium to stimulate one's, one's emotion. So it means by giving the people the urge to consume music through TV, they sell their products more persuasively. It's a dream come true. There's a Turkish band called Necrosis, and it's really, it's just a, a very international scene in this thing. Another thing I find interesting about Bullshit Dozer is there's kind of a, it has a, not exactly straight edge, but it has kind of a weird anti-drug vibe. It's sort of like if you remember the late 80s in the United States. It's the whole thing with Dare and Sane. And um, I know issue four and, a, four and a 16th has a long essay in somewhat broken English on whether or not the writer thinks it's okay to drink. And then on square root of 25 on the cover, there's a a drawing of a syringe with an X over it, and it says drugs is shit. So, I always wonder when I see anti-drug stuff from the late 80s, even if it's from a country other than the U.S., I always wonder if it's some kind of government propaganda. You wouldn't expect a fanzine to have that sort of thing, but you never know. This being right around the fall of the Soviet Union, maybe they had to have stuff like that. I don't know. It just I find that interesting. The issue square root of 25 has an interview with a band called the Meat Shits, who are from Modesto, California. A band called Futile Existence from Finland. And a rather long essay by somebody named Konstantin Spekka in uh, Sovetskaya on beating up Nazis. Which I knew that there was a white supremacist thing in, um, in Eastern Europe overall, but I didn't know that that was a thing in Russia. At least not at the time that uh, Bullshit Dozer was written. But really my favorite things about Bullshit Dozer are a, just the international reach, just the fact that there are so many different, really underground bands from so many different countries represented in here. The music that they cover is everything from punk to metal to noise. It's just kind of everything that's abrasive and awesome. But I also just really dig the art style. It looks like people who just really love this music put this thing together.
it clearly took a lot of effort to put this thing together. First securing interviews with all of these different people from all over the world and then just lovingly putting the thing together by hand the way it is. This is a very cool zine and I've seen others actually. It's kind of funny, I've looked at other zines from other parts of the world at the same time and a lot of these same bands pop up. I know, for example, I've seen the meat shits pop up in other zines. And so you can see how all these different bands and all these fans and all these zines kind of circulated outside the main stream amongst themselves. It's really fun to look at that sort of thing and just get a feel for what was going on at the time. Now, honestly, I don't think that I had ever heard of a single band that gets mentioned in this zine. I am sure that a lot of them are up on YouTube. You can probably find their music. This is 30 years old though, so you might have to do some searching. So I can't even call Bullshit Dozer really a nostalgia trip because it's likely you haven't even heard of any of the bands. More than anything, I would just say that it is a great aesthetic experience and you should look at it just because it's really cool. I know that that's uh, not a particularly intellectual way to review something, but there you have it. So if you are now or if you ever were a fan of loud music, um, if you're a fan, if you're into punk, if you're into noise, if you're into metal, if you're into industrial, I'd say give this a look definitely. Might give you some ideas. If you want to see what was going on around the fall of the Soviet Union in that whole scene, you got this. It's pretty interesting. But yeah, check it out. And subscribe to me on BitChute. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you use. Once again, I really appreciate everybody who has been listening to these. I'm kind of surprised. I really never even intended to make a show about fanzines. It just sort of happened. So anyway, I hope you all have a great Saturday. And I know that it is, I know the temperatures are spiking all over the place. So just keep cool and relax and, uh, you know, just uh, have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you soon. All right. Goodbye.